Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm going to be joined by ringer football and bachelor expert Roger Sherman to talk about this week's hilarious date and Clay's injury. But first, some news from the Bachelor world, which is really quite unseemly. I'm just going to read from Reality Steve, which to be clear, I don't read regularly. But when there's news like this, you just can't avoid it. So here's what happened. Reality Steve receives a lot of tips, and he received one that Lincoln, who is on this season and was on the uh, After the Final Rose and is really, he was part of Picturegate, he got a tip that Lincoln had to appear at a courthouse in Boston on Monday afternoon. That's Monday, June 11th. And then Reality Steve worked with Ashley Spivey, who was on the show, I believe it was uh, Sean Lowe season, to get a statement about what was happening. And this is what um, the Suffolk County District Attorney's Office in Massachusetts said. Mr. Adim, that's Lincoln, was convicted on May 21st, 2018 of indecent assault and battery for groping and assaulting an adult female on a harbor cruise ship early on May 30th, 2016. He was sentenced to one year in a house of correction with that term suspended for a two-year probationary period. The judge ordered him to stay away from the victim and attend three Alcoholics Anonymous meetings per week during those two years. If he complies with the judge's orders, he will not have to serve out his term, but if he fails to comply with those orders or reoffends, he would be ordered to serve out the year behind bars. So, what does this mean for the show? This means for the show, which was filmed from April to May of this year, that Lincoln had a pending legal case, which he had not been sentenced for and had not been convicted of, but did have um, this in his past. Like, obviously, it happened in May of 2016, so the charges were brought a while ago. And you would think it's something that should come up on the background check as the producers are are casting for the show. And it's complicated, right? Because Lincoln, at the time, he wasn't convicted of anything. And part of our justice system, not to get too political, but you should be able to be rehabilitated or go through some kind of treatment, you know, and he is obviously going to go to Alcoholics Anonymous as part of this. And that's kind of like a general, very surface, quick, cursory overview of kind of criminal justice. But this is not just like the regular world with a woman getting to decide if she wants to go on a date with a guy in this and with this in his past. Becca doesn't have all the information. This is like far, far worse than what we saw happen with Garrett come out last week or two weeks ago. Like there's a situation where one of her contestants has been accused of something. And even if he wasn't convicted yet, then hadn't been sentenced, she's not getting to choose if someone with this in her past is is someone she wants to date with, go on a date with. And of course, it's not typical dating, but Becca's being exposed to someone with a pending legal issue that is specifically about a battery and groping of another woman. So that is the type of information she should absolutely have. And it just makes you question the show and what we're having fun with. Like, is it fun if Becca's being put in harm's way? It's the type of questions that came up last year with Paradise. And it's really unfortunate because The Bachelor and The Bachelorette is a phenomenon. It's a show that I like to have fun with on this podcast. And to be honest, we'll keep talking about. But there's questions to be asked. And I asked ABC and Warner Brothers to comment. ABC does not comment on production-related inquiries. However, Warner Brothers, the production company that oversees this show, does comment 
I asked if they had any comment on how he was cast or how his presence on the show will be handled going forward, and they sent me the following statement. No one on The Bachelorette production had any knowledge about the incident or charges when Lincoln and Dean was cast, and he himself denied ever having engaged in or having been charged with any sexual misconduct. We employ a well-respected and highly experienced third party who has done thousands of background checks consistent with industry standards to do a nationwide background check in this case. The report we received did not reference any incident or charge related to the recent conviction or any other charges relating to sexual misconduct. We are currently investigating why the report did not contain this information, which we will share when we have it. That's the only comment that Warner Brothers has released as of the time of recording, which is Wednesday evening, 6 o'clock on the West Coast. This is something we'll have to keep talking about. I have to keep asking questions. I have to keep asking people at ABC and Warner Brothers about how the casting process goes down and how what kind of information Becca gets because— It's one thing if she knew about this and decided to keep Lincoln on the show and felt comfortable with it, but it's entirely another if this person was cast with a pending, a battery and groping charge of a woman and was then put on a dating show. It's just, it doesn't seem fair to Becca. It seems like it'd be potentially endangering her, particularly since he was now convicted and gives you a lot of pause about how the show is conducted. And it can only be fun if no one is ever put in harm's way. And it's not clear that that's happening with this kind of situation and with that, what happened on Paradise last year. So I'll be asking questions about that. I will continue thinking about it and hopefully bringing more information to the audience listening to this. But in the meantime, we're going to do a hard shift, go towards humor and levity, and talk about the football game. And to do that, we have Roger Sherman on the line. Hello, Roger. Hey, thanks for having me. This is definitely a thing that comes up a lot where football and The Bachelorette decide to just throw themselves into one big pot and let me talk about them at the same time. That was a joke, right? It, uh, I mean, we, we ha- we've we had um, uh, Jordan Rogers. It's true. Maybe it's uh, not you know, a joke. Jesse, well, well, really mainly in the past, it's been football players trying to use The Bachelorette to become... Uh, football commentators on TV, which worked out for both Jordan Rogers and Jesse Palmer. But this is the first time I think we've had an actual active NFL player um, in a long time on the show. So, uh, and then they made him play football and then... We'll get to it. He got injured. But first, <laughs> you said it's been the first time in a long time we've had an active NFL player. Has there ever been one before? I, I think Jesse... Palmer was not retired yet mm. when he was when he was uh, yeah because he was still playing in the NFL when he was on but I don't think they've had a contestant at least with Jesse it was like you know you are the bachelor and the show was still kind of new at the time so it was a big deal uh, now you know for the contestants they're mainly just taking uh, any dude who posts Instagram pictures of themselves a lot <laughs> and and they you know they, they've they've um, Started taking less and less impressive guys <laughs> over the years is my personal take. And the NFL player just decided to show up and, and be a part of this, even though he <laughs> is professionally employed in the most popular sports league in America. Well, what can you tell us about Clay Harbor as a, as a football player? Was he on your radar before The Bachelorette? Um, I'd seen his name in like uh, in like a... Oh, if for some reason all of the tight ends on your fantasy football team got injured at the same time and you need to pick up like an 11th one, um, maybe you could use Clay Harbor. He hasn't been that important at any point. Um, He's been in the league for seven years at this point, which is pretty impressive because the average is like two or three years. But Ah. he's never been like a star. Um, 
and he's definitely on the the downturn of his career. He uh well, he, he wasn't before. He is now. I don't know how yes. you how you recover from this bachelorette appearance. From from getting literally injured on the bachelorette. Yes, and we're gonna come back to this injury. But first, were you surprised to see him playing quarterback? Um, well, I I guess that's the fair thing to do. Because f- first of all, I'll tell you what surprised me the most is they played football on the bachelorette, and and they they sometimes play sports, but they're they generally seem to put a limit on how badly someone could get injured because, you know, they're, a, they're lawyers and waivers and they don't want someone to get grievously hurt. So normally when they do, I would I, I expected them to play touch football where no one gets tackled. When they, they did football two years ago in the Steelers stadium, it was touch football because, you know, you don't want one of these contestants to tear their ACL right. or get a concussion. But instead, they threw all these guys together. They made them wear um, hockey helmets for no apparent reason instead of football was, helmets. Did they run out of regular helmets? Did they not know what sport they were buying them for? It's very confusing. The only thing that I can venture my guess about this is they wanted clearer shots of their faces. So that's why that they makes went, sense. why they went with these. But still, it's not like it's like easy to see. I think the easiest thing to do would have just been to maybe play flag football and you don't have to wear helmets or pads, but they probably wanted Clay Harbor to like physically run over some people. Probably. And because, you know, that's a cool thing to do. Um, And then, yeah, he decided to play quarterback at first because he decided that it would be a bad idea for him to physically run over people because, you know, he doesn't want to jeopardize his livelihood and his career. It's always funny to me when guys decide this on the show. When they're doing some dumb competition, like they're completing an obstacle course or they're, you know, playing whatever sport they've decided to play and they just decide for some reason it's really important for them to win it. And like you could tell that Clay Harbor was like, I'm on this show. I'm not going to lose a football game. So I'm going to start literally trying to like destroy people for like five or six plays to show that I could do it. And then he scores a touchdown that tied the quote-unquote game because it's really important to keep track of the score at the Bachelorette football. And he hurts himself. (laughs) He hurts himself. He, he, like, a guy um, who plays in the NFL and presumably doesn't get hurt every time he he plays football. (laughs) So this begs the question— how did he get hurt? Do we know? Did you do a deep dive? Because I, I rewatched the scene several times. I didn't see contact. I did not see contact on top of his wrist. Did you? No, nobody touches his wrist. He like he he runs over the first guy who gets to him, which is Garrett. He like jukes some other people. He sort of lightly pushes away at the last guy with his arm. And then he just falls over when he scores a touchdown. I don't know when it happened. <laughs> the, surprisingly, The Bachelorette didn't come with like reverse angles Injury and report. like slow mo replay and like have uh, Chris Harrison go down to the sideline and like get in depth analysis of when it happened. They just settled for he got hurt. He got at hurt at some point during this, and we didn't really get to see a lot of it. It's so confusing. I, you know, you really you went deep trying to find it and. 
I, it's just bizarre. As we speak, I, I still can't remember. Did he hurt himself on the play before the last one? Is that what happened, perhaps? And he, he, he played through the pain? He did get tackled the play before. Like he did LeBron. get tackled. Yes, it's very much a LeBron incident if, <laughs> where all of a sudden a, a hand injury occurs out of nowhere. He did get tackled on the play before, but... You know, he gets tackled in the NFL and presumably he doesn't try to like break his fall every time with his hand, which is the only way I could see him getting his hand hurt on a tackle. Um, it's, it's it's really troubling. It's or just not troubling. It's puzzling. I want to talk more about it. But first, let me talk about today's sponsors. Today's show is sponsored by Man Crates. Here's a problem with Father's Day. Dad isn't going to tell you what to get him. Truth is, he may not even know what he wants. So this Father's Day, give him a gift he is guaranteed to love with Man Crates. Man Crates offers hand-picked and packaged gifts for every type of dad. There's the knife-making kit for the hands-on dad or the whiskey appreciation crate for the fathers who like the finer things. Most gifts ship in a sealed wooden crate with a crowbar so he gets to pry it open. Plus, every Man Crate comes with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Man Crates is more than a gift. It is a gift experience unlike any other. Get your special Father's Day discount today at mancrates.com slash bachelor. This is a limited time offer only for Father's Day. So go today. That's mancrates.com slash bachelor. One more time, mancrates.com slash bachelor. Today's podcast is also sponsored by Casper. Casper is a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. With three mattress models, the original Casper, the Wave, and the Essential, Casper mattresses are perfectly designed to soothe and cradle your natural geometry. Not to mention, the breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulates your body temperature throughout the night. And it's delivered right to your door in a small, how do they do that, size box with free shipping and returns in the U.S. and Canada. The best part is you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep on a trial. After all, you spend one-third of your life sleeping, so you should be comfortable. I have a Casper, and boy, am I comfortable. I love getting in my bed every single night, and I'm never disappointed. It came to me in that tidy package they referred to. I got on my bed very easily, and I've never looked back. I'm living the great Casper mattress life. You can live this life, too, and get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash bachelor and using bachelor at checkout. That's casper.com slash bachelor with the offer code bachelor for $50 off your mattress purchase. Terms and conditions apply. And now back to the show. All right, Raj, we're not done with this hand situation. Sorry, wrist. I, <laughs> I've conflated him with LeBron, but really it's a wrist. I was in touch with Clay Harbor. I just want to say I DM'd wow, him. Wow, you got the scoops? No, I did not. Oh. I DM'd him and hoping he'd come on this podcast. I'm still hoping he will. And I, But I feel like they're playing this close to the vest because like, can you go back to the NFL after this? There's, It's a two-pronged question. Like one, how can he play again, like physically because of the injury? And two, like, can he show his face? I think even more, <laughs> more upsetting than this mysterious wrist injury that we don't understand is that they, he didn't win. They tied. They tied. It was 21-21, <laughs> and he lost to, like, a bunch of not professional football players. He is a professional football player. He it, Look, football's a team game, so sometimes you're playing against venture capitalists, <laughs> and you can't beat them because of your teammates letting you down. Uh, I, I'm, I'm actually worried. Well, the thing is, I'm not sure he was going to be in the NFL anyway. Um and, but like right now is around the time when uh, NFL teams are starting to do uh, their offseason training and, you know, sign players who they might potentially 
be interested in for the next year. And it's it has not currently happened for Clay yet. No, it hasn't. So it might be that the last time we saw him, do we ever see Clay Harbor play football is on this reality show. That would be so upsetting. And it would result in him having a broken wrist that required surgery on an injury no one saw. That's the end of his football story. (laughs) Millions of people saw him get injured, but it's not clear when it... We saw him announce that he was injured. We did not see him get injured, as far as I know. Yes, that is what happened. And I'm curious, like, just thinking about why he decided to leave there... Like, did he figure, like, my work is done here? Did he think that there were going to be more things that could aggravate a wrist injury? (laughs) Like, presumably, he went on the show thinking that it would be a certain amount of time uh, that he didn't need for football. And then he hurts his wrist and then says, this is getting dangerous. I, I can't run the risk of losing another wrist or, you know... My I, guess is he wants to be back in the in the league, and he was yes. like, "I need to leave now to be able to get the the surgery and then rehab and be ready for minicamp." Which is probably the right call. <laughs> he probably yeah. wasn't going to end up with Becca. She didn't seem that into him. Yeah, you know, on the show he was kind of a little bit dull. You know, he was yeah. very he was very friendly and nice, um, which is which is a good trait. But she definitely wasn't like drawn to him, and she she did some crying at the end there. I feel like he knew that immediately that he needed to leave and they they kind of like went to Clay and Becca and were like, can we like sort of stir some drama into you leaving? You know, they did this big scene where he's like thinking about what he needs to do. And then Becca literally was like, I, I could have sworn that our connection was getting stronger and it was getting better. And then she, she, she did cry over this wrist injury. I mean... Listen, girl, if Clay has the chance to get back in the NFL, he absolutely has to take it. And not only because he's providing for his family, which is very sweet, but he cannot let this be the end of his football career. I cannot have it. It would be the most embarrassing, ignominious way to go out for a professional athlete. A career-ending injury on the Bachelorette in a game you didn't even win. I mean, (laughs) come on. Does it get any worse than that? I, I think the fact that that's even possible means it will be a career-ending injury. Oh my god, I'm so I'm so upset for him. Just and awful. It, I, I um I did think a funny thing about the whole football episode was that he was not the only NF former NFL player on the show, and the other guy that they were just like Colton does not get to play football. Yeah, why didn't Colton go in the game? They I, I think they needed to embarrass him with a Tia thing. I guess so. I would, he could have gone on both. I mean, they could have made an exception or a multi-date, sp- space just him to, out or something. I mean, who knows? Maybe if like Clay had to play against another actual football player, his entire body would have fallen apart. That's a really good point. It could have been an, <laughs> been like an even bigger hazard, basically. <laughs> like if if he was if he's suffering fractures of bones in his body as a result of I forget who was on the team, the other team, but like it was Garrett going after him. Yeah, he he seemed actually kind of athletic, but yeah, you he, know he did. But I, I just want to reiterate, he's not a professional athlete, so he no, no <laughs> he should I, not have been doing better than our our man Clay. And also, he's like a little bit of a villain because of his uh, social media. He, I actually don't think he would have. It's actually kind of an interesting thought experiment 
I thought Garrett seemed very like aggressive and like vil- a little villainous in the game, like really trying to like show out. And it rubbed me the wrong way. But I wonder if it's because I know about his social media and like the the pictures that he liked and what what it says about his about him. Basically. I'm just secretly not a Garrett fan. I haven't been this entire time. Yeah, me neither. I, I he didn't did that get voice what... in his opening package that I'll just never be able oh, to shake. Yeah, you can't lead with the Chris Farley impression. Yeah, that was really and rough. and then I honestly thought like for some reason the the van thing he did was really touching for to her. Uh-huh. But I thought it was creepy, like approaching someone like I want your life to be like minivan related. I know, like it's just that's sort of like, not you like, don't lead with the minivan or the Chris Farley. It's not a big dream. Like maybe it's like a classic dream, but it's not like different or original. And I I didn't like it either. Yeah, if you're approaching The Bachelorette, you want to say, I I have these big plans and not like I have these very average and regular plans for us. Exactly. Like, let's go, like, let's travel together. Let's do all of these things. I want to ask you what you make of Jordan because I was surprised by some of the reaction to him from our colleagues and I was wondering where you stand. Give me your assessment of Jordan. I'm, Jordan's making the, Jordan's making the season, dude. (laughs) Jordan is like, I, I can't remember the last character are they characters? Do you say characters? Yeah, characters, contestants. I see, I think I tend to say contestants. I can't remember characters. the last one I just like enjoyed watching permanently. Cause, like every single time he's on screen. Because normally when there's a character who's an character slash contestant who's an obvious villain like that, you know, they're sort of just the worst. Yeah. You know, just like people that you could not imagine being in the same room as for more than five minutes without just like exploding in anger. But I don't know. He's like he's just kind of being like a mild dick to to people, and he's clearly not there to like win the show. He's just kind of like going with it, and he says a lot of very funnily stupid things. And I just I adore Jordan. I want to see as many seasons of him as possible. I think Jordan's appeal is multifold. First of all, there's no conceivable world in which he he wins. So it's, it's not like a crystal situation where maybe. Ari was kind of interested in her. Like, I don't think Becca has spoken to Jordan outside of, like, the forced cocktail party moments. Like, she's obviously not interested. So as a result, like, he's more fun. He's, like, an accessory. He's not, like, integral to the to the show, which counterintuitively makes him more fun in this capacity, I find. He's comic relief. Yeah, exactly. It's true. And then the other thing is he kind of seems, like, in on the joke. Like, this is beneficial for him. He's, like, dropping all of his one-liners. He's saying all the crazy stuff. And so it's like there's no there's no reason to to hate him like with other, with other villains because he's just there to promote his career. We all we're all aware and it's fine. Like it works his, out for everyone. <laughs> he said his career doesn't need promoting because he's already a Wilhelmina model. Wilhelmina, Wilhelmina model. I, I've never said it that way, but I'm not a Wilhelmina model, so perhaps I don't know. Yeah, we can't possibly understand. He's got a level of professionality, Roger. Yeah. Look, we already have the catchphrases down. I know. I'm here for Jordan. He's won. He's won just by this conversation. Get him on Paradise. Well, he can't be the next Bachelor, but, you know, just just as much Jordan as possible. I'll be astounded if it's not Blake. Truly astounded. I, I haven't actually formed that many opinions about a lot of the cast members just because, A, I spend most of my time rewatching things Jordan said and sure. uh, marveling at the various 
fact that I really think the football player, an actual NFL player getting injured playing bachelorette football is one of the like five or so funniest things I've ever seen on this. And I don't like to laugh at someone getting injured or their livelihood getting her like potentially ruined. I know. But uh, I know. It's just like it's too much. It's hilarious. It really is. I'm Just a hilarious you. injury. I'm absolutely with you. I'm with you. Um, Roger, thank you so much for doing this. It's been an absolute delight. And we'll definitely have to check in with you again. If you haven't read Roger's recap, check it out. It's up every Monday night on TheRinger.com. And I'll be back on Monday. 